0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Coming off a tough loss versus the Green Bay Packers. Now they have to make the long road trip down to Tampa Bay to play Tom Brady. Who was it trying to avenge his loss from last year and that embarrassing moment against the Bears where he thought it was actually third down, but it was actually fourth down. The famous holding up the four fingers saying, isn't it fourth down? Do the Bears actually stand a chance when they go down to Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay? What do they have to do to compete? We're going to discuss all of that, and I will go over my NFL Week 7 picks and bets that you need to make so you can go make some money. We're going to discuss all that here on the Coach Steve Show podcast. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast, where we're going to dive into all of that with the Chicago Bears versus the Tampa Bay preview, go over NFL Week 7 preview and bets that you need to be making. Uh, Please subscribe to the YouTube channel, the Coach Steve Show YouTube channel. Go follow it on Spotify and Apple or wherever you listen to your podcast, so then it will alert you when a new episode is dropped. Please go check out the Billy Up Sports podcast network at BillyUpsports.com. Subscribe to that website, subscribe to their YouTube channel, check out all the Podcast and blogs and stuff all over that website. And speaking of bets, bets in full swing, belly up sports podcast network, and the coach Steve show. We're all working with BetUS. If you go to betus belly up sports or use the link in the description below, when you do that, if you make a minimum deposit of a hundred dollars and use the code join125, you're gonna get a 125 percent sign up bonus. BetUS is not just a place to make your sports bets, it's also a casino. So, you want to play po- bo- poker, blackjack, wherever you want to do in a casino. That's where you can go and make your money. Uh, go to betus Sports. minimum deposit of $100. Use the code JOIN125. 100% of that 125% signing bonus is going to go towards the sports betting site. You can make whatever bets off this show you want to make, same-game parlays, all that, all that good stuff. 100% of that's going to go to that. The other 25% is going to go into an account that you can only use for the casino side, which you can go play poker, blackjack, all that stuff. Go make your money. So, again, use the code JOIN125. Minimum deposit of $100, you're going to get that 125% sign-up bonus. It's free money. Who does not like free money? So go do all that for me. It helps out the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network. It also helps out my podcast. It lets them know I sent you. And if you're looking for new sunglasses because winter is coming and that snow is going to be bright, you need Yeats sunglasses. That's right, Yeats, Y-E-T-Z sunglasses. They're some of the most comfortable sunglasses in the game. Now, for some of us here in the Midwest, winter is coming, but some of you that are on the West Coast, down South, well, you could probably still go to the beach. You could still walk on the beach. You can still do things at this point in time. They're also the most stylish sunglasses. So if you are living in those places, and I hate you that you guys live there, and you can still go to the beach, they're built for that. They can handle water, sand. You know what? They can even handle sharks that you encounter. They can handle anything like that. they actually help you see the sharks or the fishes better, or whatever's out there in the ocean that you guys are at quicker because they're so clear to see through when you're training outside for your sport during the day and the sun's out, they can handle all the blunt sweat and tears that you're about to put into that training day. They can also handle bike rides, motorcycle rides, anything bugs don't even stick to them when they, when they smash onto them, you can just wipe them off. They don't stick there. Um, or do you have a big fat head like I do? Well, they're going to fit your head. They have different styles that will fit each person, but for us up here in the Midwest, up in the North, um, on the East coast, winter is coming and the snow is going to be bright. They can block that for you as well. So while you're driving, the sun reflecting off the snow will not bother you. You can wear them all year round and they care about people. Yeats takes a percentage of each profit and they go to beach cleanups and other community outreach programs. They have a bunch of different ones they are reaching to, and they're continuing to grow to continue to add all profits to different organizations. So if you go to Yeats.com and use the code CSS at checkout, you're going to get 10% off your order. Please go do that because we got to save the planet. Go save the planet. Go be stylish with these sunglasses. Do it. All right, we are going to go over the Chicago Bears versus the Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So like I always do, we start off with, like, what, what are people saying out there? Well, the Chicago Bears, you as we all know, are struggling on offense. Their defense, not playing bad, but the the, the offense is questionable. Um, Tampa Bay's coming off their Super Bowl; they're playing very well. You have Tom Brady, you have uh, Bruce Arians as the head coach. You have all these weapons on offense. You know, so they're they're a tough place you're going to Tampa Bay. Now we all remember last year where Tampa Bay came to the Bears and the Bears pulled off a win and Tom Brady. Miss clock management, thought it was third down, and he was going four. It's fourth down. So he's going to try to avenge that right now. We always look at the predictor Chicago Hole. Oh, he has an 18.6% to win. Tampa Bay has an 81.2%. Um, the spread, you know, Tampa Bay's minus 11.5, depending on where you're looking at. I've seen 12.5, 11.5, 10.5. Uh, money line's minus 700. Over-under is 47. This game can go either way. And you could say that about every game, but this literally could go either way. This could be Tampa Bay coming out and just dominating Chicago Bears from the get-go. It could be the Bears' defense showing up and actually slowing them down and our offense putting drives together and not making points. Uh, Justin Fields is going to get the start again. David Montgomery is still out. Um, Then we look at the injuries, see if that's going to affect much for the Chicago Bears right now. Duke Shelley cornerback is questionable. Nicholas, our defensive tackle, is questionable. Jimmy Graham has been out. Akeem Nix was out, dating back to the 22nd. Allen Robertson was questionable. For Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Antonio Brown is still out. Uh, Levante David, linebacker, was out. Richard Sherman, out. Their defensive end, O.J. Howard, out. Jason Pierre-Paul, questionable. Uh, Howard was questionable. So it's... Yeah, so we got a couple injuries that are going to affect a lot of what's going on. If you want, and this is just the top ones. Al Robinson is questionable. Um, is expected to he's expected to play, but he still has a little bit of an ankle in- <clears throat> issue. Akeem Hicks, his groin, he was downgraded for out versus the Buccaneers, so that's going to affect the Bears in the middle. Jimmy Graham is out, COVID nineteen listed. Nichols is questionable um, to play. Duke Shelley's questionable. Cleo Mack is listed as questionable, but I could see him playing. It's his—he messed up his foot. GP Holtz, tight end, is questionable. Um, Deion Bush is reserved injured. Robert Quinn is out. Caleb Johnson's questionable. Um, and then you have a bunch of injury reserves that have been out. Um, <clears throat> so the Bears have quite a bit of banged up guys, and this will affect the Chicago Bears. And then we're going to go down to Tampa Bay. We've seen a couple of their injuries when we get the full list. Jason Pierre Paul is going to hurt them if he's questionable. OJ Howard, their tight end's questionable. He was limited practice Friday. Richard Sherman's out. Levante David's out. Antonio Brown's out. And Rob Gronkowski is still out with his ribs. He's not expected to play. Carlin Davis, Sean Murphy, Ben all out. Scott Miller out. So they. So both injuries on both sides are really going to affect their games. And then we'd like to look at the numbers because a lot of you guys believe in numbers. Points per game. Chicago Bears are averaging 6.3 points a game. Tampa Bay's averaging 32.5. The Bears are only giving up 20.7 points a game. Tampa Bay's giving up 24 points a game. Chicago Bears have 279 average total yards a game. Ta- Tampa Bay has 436 the Bears average 150 passing yards and 129 rushing yards. Tampa Bay um, averages 350 passing yards, but they only get 85 rushing yards. The Bears only give up 345 yards a game, and they only give up 112 rushing yards a game. Tampa Bay, uh, they allow 292 passing yards a game, but they only give up 54 rush yards a game. <clears throat> so let's look at the overall picture of the Chicago Bears versus Tampa Bay. It's going to be interesting because you have tails of two different teams. You have a team that's giving, scoring a lot of points, but they're giving up points as well. So you're scoring 32.5, but you're giving up 24. Now, if you're scoring 30-some, you're expected to win. So again, the way football is going, as long as you're scoring the points and your defense only gives up points every other drive or just gives up points a couple of drives and then can maintain, you're probably going to win. Uh, but the, here's the interesting the Bears are averaging 129 rush yards, which isn't bad, but Tampa Bay is only allowing 54. So this is going to be a battle of that rush defense versus the Chicago Bears' rush offense, which has been heavily ever since um, Coach Lazor has taken over play calling you have Justin Fields because to get Justin Fields comfortable in the pocket and able to throw the ball, he needs a run game, and I've said it a million times. And this is not necessarily a knock on him but this is what it was when he was at Ohio State when he had two running backs that would get him 150 yards a piece it softens it brings people into the box to say we have to control this run game and we have to have a guy outside in case Justin Fields does run the ball because he is very athletic but then it opens up the pass game for him play actions RPOs rollouts um, all that stuff and that's what the Bears have been doing they're able to run the ball Almost no matter who's been in there since laser has been taking over play calling, and when Matt Nagy gave it up, thank God. And when that happens, that puts people in the box. They have their defensive ends outside to try to get Justin Fields to run up the field if he's gonna run, which he can break some tackles. But then it opens up play actions, it opens up all this for him. So the so it's gonna be interesting if the if the if the Buccaneers can hold on and slow down the Bears rush attack, then you're gonna have to rely on this pass game. With a offensive line that is, they've been playing better in the run game. they play a lot better in the zone run game. Their gap scheme is not the best because they are a little older. I don't think they're as fast, and it revolves a lot of one-on-one down blocks in your gap schemes. Depending on what you're doing, if you're on power, you know you got down, 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 kick out by somebody or wrap around. And with our offensive offensive line, some are a little bit older. Uh, you know we're all we're a little bit banged up. It's really hard to ask them to do one-on-one down blocks, especially when you're going up against a defense like this that is really good stopping the run. But when we're doing zone, we are double-teaming a lot. If we're they're doing wide zone, they're able to still go one-on-one, but you're not necessarily down blocking. Down blocking, you're trying to really get them down the field. This one, if you're moving people vertically instead of horizontally, you can push them there, running back and plant his foot and cut up the field. So the Bears offensive line is doing better in that regard. But pass protection, we've got to keep a tight end in to help block. we got to keep a running back in to help block. But we cannot get into – the penalties killed us. So, like, when we played, you know, Green Bay, there was times we got into third and 15. When you start getting to third and 15, I think there was a four and 15 or something at one point during the Green Bay Packers. When you start to have these long downfield passes, not necessarily that Justin Fields can't read it, but he's going to look at one person and think about taking off. But now you're asking a dinged-up offensive line to have to pass protect for about five to six seconds, which that's what we expect. But in the NFL, that's really tough, especially when you don't have great offensive linemen, if that makes sense. Now, if they're all healthy, I think we'd have okay offensive line. But this is why way back in the draft I said the offensive line needs to be addressed. Now, the run game is slowly coming together. It's the pass. So when we start getting into these long downfield throws, and we're asking the to pass protect for a very long time, it's going to be tough. So we cannot get into third and very, very long. We can't afford to take big sacks. We can't afford to have all these penalties to push us back um, because with their rush defense, the way they're going to get after the quarterback, we can't allow that to happen. So the Bears are going to have to try to establish the run game against a very good Tampa Bay rush defense. But they are going to try to force Justin Fields, I think, to throw the ball and say, you're going to have to throw the ball to beat us but because now they're getting up a lot of pass yards, but I think they're comfortable with that with Justin Fields to kind of see. Well, they're going to say, okay, he has to beat us. Now he can make some dimes. He can throw the ball pretty well. But if they're going to bring the everything but the kitchen sink or even throw the kitchen sink at us, they're going to try to pressure them. They're trying to get outside the pocket. I think they're going to be okay with Justin Fields. You're going to have to prove that you're going to beat us. You're a rookie quarterback. You, have, you haven't really shown that you're going to throw the ball for 200 and some yards or 300 yards. So that's what you have to do. Now on the flip side, the Bears for Tampa Bay, we're only giving up. Um, we're giving up uh, 245 pass yards, and they're averaging 350 pass yards. So I think ta- Tom Brady's going to get his, but we are we are giving up 112 rushing yards. They can't run the ball, so it's going to be our rush defense versus their rush offense. But really, we're going to have to sit there. I think. The Bears have to say, okay, they're only averaging 85 rush yards. We're just going to have to let them run the ball and say, you're going to have to beat us running the ball, which is a very dangerous game because if they start to get the run game going, that's just going to open everything up for Tom Brady even more. So the Bears aren't quite the pickle, especially when you go back to the injury list, especially in the middle where we're a little bit banged up. When you have Akeem Nix out, that's going to hurt us up the middle. Um. And then a Cleo Mack, now he'll probably play because he's just questionable. But when his foot is a little suspect, he, I think he'll step up and still play. But he's going to be – it's going to hurt him a little bit. Um, you know, we have a couple linebackers that are banged up. So it's going to be this – it's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be um, really seeing what's going to happen because the Bears rank last in NFL in total offense even though they're in seventh in rushing they like that's why Tampa Bay is going to have to for I think they're going to force the Bears to say hey Justin Fields you have to beat us passing the ball um he's thrown Justin Fields has thrown for 632 yards and two touchdowns he does have three interceptions in the six games he has four starts in those six games they are two and two with Fields um Robert Quinn, you know, he's on the COVID-19 list, which is huge for their linebackers and trying to rush the quarterback. Khalil Mack's foot is messed up. So when you're just looking at all this, we've it's gonna be tough. We're banged up on defense, even though we could really compete with them on a lot of things. It's gonna it's gonna hurt us for the Bears side. Now, the only positive for us on the other side with Tampa Bay is their injuries. So if Jason Pierre Paul is questionable and he's banged up, that will kind of help their offensive line out. Um, If O.J. Howard, their tight end is questionable, that's going to help us if he's banged up. Richard Sherman I don't even think is that good anymore, so I'm not too worried about that. But Levante David, their linebacker, that's going to help us. Antonio Brown, that one deep – they're going to have Evans and they're going to have all of that, but having him out helps us. Having Rob Gronkowski out helps. So Tampa Bay is going to have to try to distribute the ball around. But what's dangerous about that when you don't have – necessarily one of these deep threats now you're down to a d- different guy the dangerous thing about that is who do you cover it, now you don't have to double team but once they start figuring out who to throw it to well then they're going to throw it to somebody else so Tampa Bay just has all these weapons so in order for the Bears to compete and try to get this one out you're going to have to have guys on defense that are have to step in from these guys that are on the injured list they're going to have to step up and play if you're the Bears defense you're 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 just probably going to have to say, hey, we're going to bring three or four. At t- most of the time, we're going to have to protect the pass. If our interior guys can step up and play, we're just going to have to try to have them run the ball on us. We cannot let Tom Brady get into a rhythm. So you're going to, I think you're going to see three or four man rushes, and then at times they're going to bring five to try to get Tom Brady out of the pocket, but. If you allow Tom Brady, just if you just allow if you bring six, you stack the box because you're worried about running the ball and all this stuff. Tom Brady's going to nickel and dime down the field. They're averaging the the 350 pass yards. They're averaging 436 yards, and most of that's coming from the air. They're only getting 85 rush yards, so that offensive line is suspect in the run game. So I think we can stop the run game. But what scares me is our interior line. And then for offense on the Bears, we're just going to have to run the ball. You know, they are only giving up 54 rush yards, but we're averaging 112. We are just going to have to continue to do what we do. The offensive line is playing a lot better. If Jason Pierre-Paul is out, that's going to help. But we are playing a lot better in the run game. We have to stay the zone. We have to stay to zone reads. Once in a while, maybe do a power read for Justin Fields. We have to roll outside the pocket. Short passes, play action, all that stuff to get him moving. You have to throw it to Komet a lot because that time I think they'll open it up because they're worried about the run game. I think you can leak him out and throw the ball to him. Screens, if they're going to bring the heat and stop the run, screen game. And I think that um, you got to get Robertson involved a lot in shallow crosses and dig routes. Take a couple shots here and there, but I, and then we got us the same drives. We have to have can have three and outs. We cannot have the penalties. We have to march down the field, and we have to keep Tom Brady on the sideline so that our defense gets some rest. And we just have to march down the field, try to score. Now it's gonna be interesting. Guys have they both have guys out. Guys are gonna to have to step up on both sides. It's gonna be interesting to see, but I think it's gonna to be tough. It's gonna to be tough to top the pa- stop the passing attack from Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. He is out two major weapons, but they still have Goodwin and Evans and all and those guys. So it's gonna be interesting to see. I think they're gonna focus more on stopping Evans. And if they we can still stop the run, get a little bit of a pressure on him, jam the wide receivers at the line of scrimmage really crack down on any screens they try to do or short passes they try to do. Bears have a chance but the Bears have to play almost a perfect game. We can't afford all those penalties like we had against Green Bay. Um, Yep. Yeah. So those are the keys to the Bears coming in and trying to upset Tampa Bay to at least just make it a competitive game. I could see this being a low scoring affair if if we can control Tampa Bay's passing attack but it could be a low-scoring game. But, yeah, so hopefully the Bears can step up and play. But it's, it's, it's a hostile environment. They're, the Tampa Bay has Super Bowl aspirations, and they're well on their way to doing it, only losing one game. And then Justin Fields is just going to have to read more than one guy and throw the ball. He's going to have to continue to throw those dimes. But So it's going to be a good game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout by any means. I think no matter who comes in for the Bears' defense, they tackle well, they fly to the ball well. Even if it's not the main starters, they're going to play well. So I think it's going to be a hard-hitting affair. It's going to be, I think, a low-scoring game if we can control the pass game. Be fun for all. I think it'll be fun for all. Um, but yeah, so there's my preview for the Chicago Bears and the keys for them against Tampa Bay. And now we're going to go to my NFL. We're going to do NFL Week Six recap. Um, it was a it was a tough one for me picking the winners. Going eight and six in Week Six in the NFL. It's my worst record. I've averaged 11 or 12 right picks for you guys, so I was 8-6, but some some, uh, shocked me, you know. I kept picking Detroit to win, and I need to learn. Tennessee upsetting the Buffalo Bills didn't see coming. I thought the Chargers, the way Herbert has been playing, that could beat uh, Baltimore. I thought Carolina was going to pull it out. Denver had a close game against the Raiders. Uh, Miami's banged up, so they didn't get that, so now we're gonna go. And now my bets. I did go four and one. So if you guys did the bets, wherever you you know you use the Bet US or you go to my bookie, which is another sponsor of the podcast, you do that. I went four and one. Uh, had Rams minus nine and a half versus the Giants. Dallas minus three and a half versus the Patriots. Pittsburgh. I had winning over Seattle and Arizona and Cleveland. I had over forty nine point five points total. The only one I got wrong was Buffalo minus five and a half versus Tennessee. So the actual pickums. Eight and six but the ones where we make money four and one which isn't too bad so hopefully you guys use those and hopefully you guys went made some money so now we're gonna dive into my week seven picks now before now I put this out there already I had picked Cleveland to beat Denver um, early on in the week before this podcast came out so I'm not I'm not lying to you you could look at it um so I'll just go for the rest of the Sunday uh then we'll go over my bets for you guys to make money. So, here we go. I already gave you my Washington, the football team out of Washington, will travel to the Green Bay Packers to play, I guess, the majority ownership of the Chicago Bears and Aaron Rodgers, which he would probably make a better ownership than the McCaskies. I have Green Bay obviously winning in Lambeau Field against the football team. The Kansas City Chiefs travel to Tennessee to play the banged-up Titans who upset the Buffalo Bills. We don't even know who the Chiefs are. Is Patrick Mahomes worth all the money? All these questions are swirling around. Is Andy Reid losing it on offense? Is, is Patrick Mahomes not taking it seriously? You've seen all of it. Tennessee is going to come up and hit hard. These are classic games between Kansas City and Tennessee. I have the t- Kansas City Chiefs winning on a last-game drive. Down to beat Tennessee. The Atlanta Falcons travel to the bang-up Miami Fish Dolphins. Atlanta, not very good. Miami, not very good. Miami quarterback problems. Actually, they just they just have problems. I have Atlanta Falcons traveling to Miami, Florida and winning there and then going to the beach later with their Eats sunglasses that they get from me when they use the code CSS and then get their 10% off discount. The New York Jets travel to their old head coach's place, the New England Patriots, where Bill Belichick was the head coach of the New York Jets for 23 hours. The Jets coming off a bye week who throw a lot of interceptions, but they did upset earlier in the year. But they're not going to beat Bill Belichick, who is their daddy. So New York will travel to New England, but the Patriots come away with the victory. The Carolina Panthers travel to the New York Giants at MetLife Stadium. Carolina's just better than New York. They're not very good, so I'll have Carolina winning against New York. The Joe Burrow Cincinnati Bengals travel to the Baltimore Ravens. If they take a dump before the game, they'll be very well fresh for this game. This is going to be a high-scoring affair. Joe Burrow's going to nickel and dime all down the field, but Baltimore Ravens' defense will step up later on in the game. I have the Baltimore Ravens beating Joe Burrow and the Bengals of Cinema Nazi. The Philadelphia Eagles travel to the Las Vegas Raiders without their head coach. They get a win last week. Philadelphia Eagles are hit or miss. But I think playing in Las Vegas, the Raiders will beat the Philadelphia Eagles and poor Jalen Hurts. Detroit Lions, who have broken my heart many weeks. I've picked them three weeks in a row to try to get them their first win. MCDC travel to the Los Angeles Rams. And SoFi Stadium in the beautiful, sunny California with also when they wear their Yeats sunglasses where you go to yeats.com and use the code CSS and get 10% off discount and you wear it to the beach and you can see that shark coming from a mile away before it bites off your leg because it will make your Vision 2020 out of those sunglasses. Detroit, you've broken my heart too many times. I don't see you beating the Rams, so I have the Rams winning in this game. The Houston Lovey Smith defensive coordinated Houston Texans travel to the Madden... Team of the Year, Arizona Cardinals. Do I dare say the Houston will upset them? Whoop. No. Arizona Cardinals will beat them. Bad. Then my Chicago Bears travel to Tampa Bay. I am going to skip this one, but I've had to say you might have to put your money on Tampa Bay, but I might skip this one. Then the Indianapolis Colts travel to Jimmy G, San Francisco 49ers. You have the two most hurt quarterbacks in the league this year. in Carson Wentz, who has two fractured ankles all the time, who does not care about his body, versus who cannot keep his knee in check, Jimmy G. But traveling to San Francisco, the offense coordinators versus offense coordinators, I will take San Fran over the Indianapolis Colts. Then in the Monday matchup, one that I don't even know, I had to think about for probably more than five minutes of who to pick, New Orleans Saints travel to Seattle without Russell Wilson. I think... New Orleans comes in and that Sean Payton offense and the way he coaches them will upset, if you even want to call an upset, the Seattle, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Seahawks. And then the bets that you need to make. I'm sorry, Detroit Lions. I have to take the Rams minus 16.5 just because the offense is so high flying. I have New England minus 7 versus the New York Jets. I think Kansas City and Tennessee will score a lot of points. I have them going over 57.5. And then I have San Francisco versus the Colts winning but you have to take the minus three and a half on them and there you go guys there's my chicago bears tampa bay preview and then there's my week seven picks for the nfl and my bets for week six nfl go make some money uh thank you guys so much again check out the weekly episodes dropping go check out all the affiliates in the description below thank you guys so much for listening Uh, again, check out all the episodes, follow it, subscribe to it, all that good stuff. And we'll see you guys next time. This has been another episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast. We are gone. $50,000